Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity, sponsored by TheOneRadio.com and the Pembroke Berry Brew Coffee Shop, right in the heart of the Medical Center, 7271 Wurzbach, Suite 119, San Antonio, Texas. This podcast has three parts, A, B, and C. So let's get started with part A. Welcome to the Pendlebury Brew Coffee Shop. Cheers, cheers. Yes. Do you need your sweetener and stuff? They have it up there. It smells so yummy. It smells sweet. Hello, gorgeous people. I got to fix my hair because I had a wrap on earlier, but we are inside of Pendlebury. Pendlebury Brew, and that is coffee shop that is over here off of Horseback and Backpack. Absolutely, right in the corner. And so we're about to do a podcast about making it happen because that's what we always do, make it happen. So you have to stay tuned for that. But I wanted you to have a sneak peek of the coffee shop because this is a great place to come, do your work, hang out. It's getting ready to be cold. It's already cold, as you can see. I'm all bundled up. That um, to come get some coffee or some cocoa or some tea or something like that, you know? Or a they sandwich. Sandwiches. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 And pickles. They've got, pickles. Mm. They've got sandwiches on croissants mm-hmm. that come with a side of chips and pickles. And this is here is a latte. What kind of latte is that? Chai tea. A chai tea latte. I've got a, what kind of tea do I have? Crimsonberry. A crimson berry tea that I'm going to add all kind of raw honey in. Raw honey is the best. <laughs> do you know that our bees are in? Are, in da- are becoming endangered species. No. That's not good. Yeah, and that's not good because bees create penicillin and penicillin kills germs. So there we go. There's a sandwich right there. Mm-hmm. That's a, what is that? The turkey on Swiss? That's my, that's my turkey lurkey with pickle. Your turkey lurkey with pickle <laughs> on Swiss. And of course, we are here with Chris Christopher and tell him about What's the podcast. What's up? All right. The podcast is called Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity. Do I have food on my face? No. Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity, the initials PhD. I just wanted to be able to say I have a PhD. So Christopher's PhD for short. This is uh, my third podcast here at the Pendlebury Brew. They let me come and use their space to host a podcast uh, once a month on different topics and and things like that. And so I found that it was very important that we do a podcast featuring the ladies from the One Radio. And this dude here. I'm there too. I work work there. I'm there. I'm like, you know, I'm like that secret voice that you hear sometimes, like throughout the day. Yeah, all throughout the day. (laughs) That would be me. But I'm also on any afternoon, Tuesday through Friday from (laughs) 1 to 4. Crystal's on Monday through Friday, right? Mm-hmm. 10 From to 10 to 1. Miss Nika in the house! Yes, well, she, she owns the station. Mm-hmm. And also the morning show hostess, T. Rochelle. I know you couldn't make it today because she had some obligations, but we arranged we were going to talk uh, by phone or, or in person at another time. That's what's up. This is very cool because when you order coffee here, you get this little cute coffee mug. <laughs> Look, I can pour, pour your my coffee cup. Yeah, and cool. my coffee the, the, my flavor is called the pour over, which is my favorite. Um, I like I like pretty strong coffee, and the pour over is kind of made in a really unique way. It's really really good. We are we're gonna get to our uh, podcast and everything, and we'll let you know, later. This place again is called the Pendlebury Brew Coffee Shop because everybody deserves a great coffee, and uh, it is again located in the medical center, seventy two seventy one Wurzbach Road. Sweet 119. You hear that? Right off of Wurzbach and Babcock, there's like a McDonald's on the corner. We're right behind a McDonald's in a shopping center. Boom. In the corner. There it is. I want to go enjoy my hot cup of tea. Oh. Once again, I'd like to thank you guys for coming on out. 
to Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity, uh, podcast number three. The, the title is Making It Happen. And I stole the title from something that I always hear Miss Nika say all the time, <laughs> which is, got to make it happen, or making it, making it happen. Gonna make it happen. So that's, so that's the topic, making it happen. The reason why I really wanted to sit down and, and speak to you all is because we work together at Nika's radio station, The One Radio, T-H-A, number one radio.com, in case you're listening and haven't heard of us yet, which, who hasn't heard of us? I know, right? Right? Come on! Wake up! (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, the station plays fantastic music, uh, neo-soul, R&B, hip-hop, jazz, some gospel... What I'm most impressed with is the women that you are. I know Nika from the first time when you first got into radio, back in the days of, uh, well, the late KTFM. The late KTFM. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Far back. And, uh, <laughs> and I say the late KTFM because then there was the, there was the early KTFM yeah. from like years ago. Yeah. And then... That was the Rick the Stick, Hot Henrietta. Yeah. Oh, um, Hot Henrietta. When they played the same song. Y'all remember when they played the same song at 8 o'clock every morning? To see if they were going to still play that song, and like the last person was like, no. And <laughs> so they didn't play the song anymore. But every morning at 8 o'clock, they played the same song for the longest. Hilarious. Yeah. I heard, Nika, that you were recruited from the Cheesecake Factory. Is that true, or is that, a, or is that like a myth? A myth. <laughs> did you ever work at the Cheesecake Factory? I did work at the Cheesecake Factory. That's true. I heard that's where you got re- recruited from. There was, originally. It wasn't a recruiting. No? Um, yeah. Um, as your title is. Making it happen. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Okay. To get on the radio. So what had happened was I was I was a waitress and uh, I had a bartender. Um, I first worked at Sawgrass Steakhouse and then I worked at Cheesecake Factory. And somebody made me mad there. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to get another job. I had actually started a magazine called The Entertainment Club. Oh. And it looks much like the Unlock magazine that we have now. But it was a listing of bars, clubs, restaurants, and things like that. Okay. Like live music and stuff. So I had this brilliant idea in my head. There was a new radio station that was out, and it was 94.1. Played old school. So in my mind, I was like, if I can get this radio station logo on my magazine, it'll give my magazine a little bit more, you know, woo-woo-woo. So, (laughs) you know, yeah. So, you know, I said, okay, that's what I'm going to try to do. So when I walked in there, I walked up there, walked in the elevators open. I said, you know, I want to, you know, see if I can get the logo. And they said, well, you got to talk to the sales marketing person and went in there and it was uh, Shawnee okay. Cervantes oh, which yeah, is somebody her. that I've known for years and mm-hmm. worked with in the clubs and stuff when I used to manage and stuff like the Avalon and, and stuff like that and when I used to host those clubs back in the day so I would already knew her and when I told her what I was doing she's like oh yeah put the logo on absolutely <laughs> you know do that do that that'd be awesome it's good for both of us so then she was like girl Anika you know what you have a good voice and I was like mm, I don't know what you're talking about back to my <laughs> magazine you know what I'm saying type thing and so she's like, no, for real, for real, you should fill in. And so I said, okay, well, if they want me to, I will. I don't have a problem with it. So something happened. I went back to go drop off the magazines after they got printed. So okay. this was probably like a week later. And I had asked them if they had a feeling. They're like, oh, yeah, they did. But you should still try out. And I was like, but the only radio I've ever been on was in college. And that was like kind of illegally. I used to go every <laughs> night, but I didn't work there. <laughs> okay. So it's not like I can call them for a reference. You right, know? Right. <laughs> I'm saying, okay. I'm wanting on the book. Okay. So I said, okay. So I said, I'll do that, I guess. So. I went to my homeboy's house that had a studio. I sat in the car for about 20 minutes and I listened to the radio station. And at the time, they were advertising Working Women's Wednesday. Hmm. So I wrote down the ad. I took it into my homeboy studio, and I said, hey, I'm going to read this. I need three copies, one with my voice by itself, 
one with music on it and one with it dry, then play music. Okay. So he said, all right. So I put all those down, turned them into- Made made yourself a demo. I made myself a demo. I didn't even know that that's what it was called back then. I just (laughs) put that, I said, I'm going to make it sound like I already worked there. Uh And um, I sent it to them and they were like, okay, we'll come in on- Wednesday, I went in on Wednesday. I had one of those nights where you can't go to sleep because you're all excited. Mm -hmm. So I think I drank and I stayed up and I did all (laughs) kinds of stuff. And so when I got to the meeting, my eyes were bloodshot red. Oh, wow. They were like, you know, it looked like I had been partying all night (laughs) and I had an interview with Robin Flores, Uh which ended up being my co host. Right. So luckily that was a blessing. (laughs) 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 I had red eyes too. (laughs) And and so he said, all right, well, you hide. Like that was the first thing uh, you're hired um, and you start tomorrow on Friday. He said, so come in on Friday and you start at this time. So I said, OK. So then I came back and he said, push this button, say those words. <laughs> and when you get bored of that, you'll figure everything else out. There you go. And nice, I said, nice. OK, so about that, that's called Radio 101. Training. Yeah, they, they always wonder the people who come to the station now they're like he, he just throws you in there because that's mm-hmm. what happened they, they <laughs> right, right. told me to put but the difference is I was like a hundred thousand people were listening to me <laughs> just push a no, button no pressure say at all. that no pressure no pressure all. no pressure so it took about one show for me to get bored then I started working on stuff four days later they started getting a whole bunch of calls two weeks later they took me off the weekends and put me on weekdays and that was at night that right? was at that was um, actually was like six during the, the day oh. from two 10 to 2. Um, I was there for two weeks. The ratings came out. Um, everybody sucked. So they moved me to nighttime. Mm-hmm. They said, well, we're going to put you at night and we're going to see what you can do because the ratings were really bad at night. And it was actually a syndicated show. So I was there. I was there for uh, a whole term of a book, a ranking mm-hmm. book. And and we'll just call it six months. Yeah. And, and, I re- um, and that's when I remember you coming on. I was like, oh, I like, I like her. She's yeah. cool. And uh, the ranking book came out, and I remember everybody. I, well, let me let me back up a little. So I remember when I first started. That probably within the first couple of weeks, there was a, a meeting and a, a, a appreciation party, Christmas okay. holiday party, whatever. And so somebody got up and got an award, you mm-hmm. know, VIP of the little thing award and all that stuff. And I was like. Oh, I'm going to get that. <laughs> but when I got moved to nights, I had told the people, you know, I'm a little egotistical sometimes. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to be number one and I'm going to get that award. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they looked at me, little black girl, and it came in the radio. And this is old school now. So I'm like the youngest. Of right. You're, you're the, the new, you're the new kid I'm, on the block. I'm not only the new kid on the block, but then I'm the youngest person <laughs> right. there too. So it's just like all the way crazy, all the way around. So I had said that I was going to be number one and that I was going to win this award. So <laughs> fast forward about six, six, six seven months later. <laughs> I was number one and I won the award. Wow. <laughs> I nice, was like, nice. and that's what I told you I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, around. So I remember that day they told me because we were actually having a meeting and they they had a meeting and they were saying, we got to make sure the rankings, the rankings were better this time and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, they were like, well, who was the highest ranked? What was the highest ranked show? And I remember Rudy saying, well, I think our highest ranked show was number eight and in or the, or the morning show came out to number it was like number 11 or number 12 mm-hmm. so that's pretty good and I said yeah I was number one and he said <laughs> uh, he said wait you were number one and he looked at the book he said 
And Nika was number one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and sign that bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and I think you were able to get that number one spot because at the time I was on your competing station. Well, we didn't really compete directly against you because I had a completely different listening audience. But I was oh, yeah. on I was I was on the country station. I used to do overnights and then nights, and then I moved to middays, and then that's I think when you came into the scene. Mm-hmm. So because had you came on at night, I would have beat you. You oh, ha! <laughs> That's why I got that number one. I knew it was a reason. Wow. I knew it. But you know it was I'm so kidding. crazy though because they they had actually they were like that's a, a pretty good feat because at night people don't listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. They usually watch television. Right. Like exactly. Day, people watch TV. It's a tough from Seven audience. events, yeah. nine, seven to ten, and your overnight people don't get there till eleven. Mm-hmm. So that seven to eleven time mark was is kind of like the it's nobody like if listen. Can, if you can pull that up, then you're like you're like king of the station. Yeah. So yeah. and yeah, and so then I so I. Rem- so can I, can I tell you how I knew I was going to be on the morning show? How? So what happened was, what happened after was, I got number one, right, they was like, everybody was, y'all just, people started hating on me, and people started uh, doing mean things, drama. and sending emails, and drama, and backstabbings, mm. and all kinds of things, it was big, I was gonna sue some folks, Oh, but I didn't, I was a bigger person, <laughs> <laughs> I was the bigger person, I was, I was, and so the Lord tell you, just, just stay still, you can, mm-hmm. just right. don't worry about it, so I didn't, and then one day at Fiesta, our boss, mm-hmm. shout out to Robin Flores, he uh it was after we got off mm-hmm. it was after we got off mm-hmm. we was having some burgers some brewskis <laughs> and we were sitting we, i will never forget we were sitting on the hill and he was like he said to me he said man if, the, if i ever get back on radio oh, you're gonna be the person I, that's he right because he wasn't back he on, wasn't air, on yeah. air he was the program director right. so he said if i ever get back on radio man he was like you're the only person i would do a show with wow so i remember sitting there saying oh, oh it's finna go down <laughs> Like in my head, it was finna go. I already knew, man. I knew it was going because he had already been. He had been uh-huh. talking about it and stuff. And so that two brewskis I had in his system had me. I knew he said that, and I knew it. And so then I was cool with the. I actually was very close to the corporate mm-hmm. people, so they would call me from Dallas and stuff huh. and check in and things like that. And so when stuff was switching around and rankings came out and people weren't doing too good and stuff, and they was I was on from six to ten at the time, and they were like, "Well, I." I I was, I was trying to figure out if I was still number one. Mm-hmm. And since the, the time was different, it wasn't seven to 11 anymore. It was yeah, six, six to 10. 10. Yeah. They're like, well, you're cutting into other people's shows. So you're not number one on, on the books anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're not going to be on at six to 10 anymore. PM. PM. Welcome to Robin Flores. Sneak <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. But the cool thing about it was uh, literally we brought the rankings up. I think that the other morning show was ranked like literally 16. And we took it from 16 to 5 mm-hmm. in one ranking period. Wow, that's awesome. And they told me then that they were like, hey, this is a new game. Because first they told me that there was no way I was going to be on the morning show because you had to be in radio for a long time that's to be able to do that. Yeah. And I said, but I'm Nika. And then, um, <laughs> hashtag then they, making it happen. Right. And then that Robin told me that don't think we're going to be number one or, you know, it takes a lot. We're going to have to mm-hmm. do a lot of work to get in the top 10. Right. The age group was it 2554? Was it 18 to? It was 2554. 25, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and when we got fired, we were at number five. The station got bought out. So, you know, it is what it is. So, we're going to let you take a break for a second. And I want to talk to Crystal because something that I've learned from you, getting to know you a little bit, you had 10 years of radio experience. Before no oh okay Inclu- like including the one including radio. the one radio yeah. so you've been in radio for ten years now yes I have it's been a while but it's um it hasn't been commercial radio it's been college radio and 
here on the one radio. So it's pretty much, I guess, independent, free, free okay. fall. Because even in college, you know, with it being non for profit, um, you still had to run your commercials, your your mm-hmm. EAS test. I was listening to radio in the car, and I heard that. I was like, damn, I ain't heard that in a long time. Like, <laughs> right. You know, and I still I still remember how to run the test and everything, which is crazy. This isn't your only passion, though, because no, no, you, no. <laughs> you're you're a college graduate. Yes, um, radio, TV, film. I also have a minor in civic leadership. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So um, I actually what? worked with non for profit organizations a lot. Um, Worked with community service, uh, the community center back at the crib, um, Booker T Center, or the Heights Center, as we call it. Shout out to Terre Haute, Indiana, what to do. Um, (laughs) My mom, she ran the gym at the uh, Heights Center, and we we was always there at the Booker T. And then in college, I also did AmeriCorps. So it was, I was always doing something involved in the community. And with radio, you uh-huh. know, it, just, it was college radio. So we were the only hip-hop and R&B station on the weekends. Right. If you wanted to hear hip-hop and R&B, like real hip-hop and R&B, like BET, when they played yeah. videos and uncut and all of that, you had to turn into 89. And where was, where was this at? Terre Haute, Indiana. Indiana. Um, so I went to Indiana State University. And I remember hearing my little brother's dad on the radio as a kid. I was 10 years old. And I hear him come on like you know what's up you listen to the seventh letter G.I. Lee and I was like you got it all memorized (laughs) I want to do that yo I want to do that I used to tell all my friends yo listen to the radio station and then one day I was like man I'm gonna be on the radio and he introduced me to um Dave Sabini rest in peace and um that was it you know that was it I was on there and uh you know it was it was funny because uh even with the with it being a college radio station wasn't a lot of money in the (laughs) communications there really isn't money in radio no now now they got checks I went there recently they got two two stations now (laughs) which is such a blessing to see like yo this is where I came from Mm -hmm. and to see where it's at today is amazing but um even when we were there man it was just it was a crew of us you know the hot mix 90 crew um um, my boy Dior, Shy Holder, JS, hmm. Prince J, Desmond, Angel. And there were so many of them. And until this day, I still keep, mm-hmm. I, I follow them on Facebook. I haven't talked to them in a while, but they're still doing their thing. They either, whether, it, mm-hmm. whether if it's film, radio, TV, they're in that. They're in that mm-hmm. field. And, you know, to continue on as Chris Style and people, and we, even when I go back home, even when I'm on social media, people are like, you still in radio? You still doing that? That's what's up, yo. Keep going. Keep going. And I mean, I love it. I love talking yeah. to people. Another passion of mine is cooking. I love cooking. Yeah. And um, I... Uh, you, got, you got Lisa's attention. Yeah, I got there. you. <laughs> yeah, I can throw down a little something, you know, just... Um, but I want to open up my own bakery is my mission. Awesome. So I want to have a bakery slash bar for the people. I already have my doing business as, okay. um, which is a DB, DBA, which means I own the name. So you can't use the name. I That's can right. see your ass. That's right. <laughs> you, you got that, right? Um, I have the name and then, um, you know, I have everything pat down. But I love the fact that my great grandmother installed that cooking in me. Huh. You know, as a kid, I grew up with her. She was always in the kitchen, always doing things like making stuff something which it should be at three o'clock in the morning just cooking she right. was bored you know <laughs> things just to touch your soul you know when food is good for you oh, yeah. when it makes yep. you move and dance and you seat and wiggle around she was always doing that and she was a mean soul too she was mean but lovable <laughs> like everybody loved her mean ass you know she because she out and feed you all at the same time see, you know see, what i'm saying it was, it was, it, yes. was keeping it real yes and um i love that about my nana christina gordon rest in peace um mm-hmm. it's coming up on a year now that she passed away mm-hmm. and and it's uh it's kind of crazy because you know this is this was our time of the year the holidays were
her. She be in the kitchen, book, cooking, baking. I'm there helping her making everything from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, chocolate fudge, peanut butter fudge, oh candy canes, um, beaten up and dipped in white chocolate, dark Whoa. chocolate, walnuts, white chocolate, dark chocolate, peppermint wheel cookies, peanut butter cookies. I like, she just, you know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it was just everything. And I'm like, how do you make this woman by yourself? And she did this for years. I'm wow. 28 years old. And she was doing this before I was thought of. Right. And she right. did this by herself. I mean, granted, over a period of time. Yeah. But you did this by yourself, woman? <laughs> and the whole neighborhood would know about it. The whole neighborhood be so like, would she hey, sell? Chris. would she sell? No. She just made she it just out, made out of love. It, it was just all it was out of love. For Christmas present. Hey, Merry mm. Christmas. You know what I'm wow. saying? You know, I don't want to hear nothing from you. And every year, <laughs> every year, everybody knew. If I don't hear for nothing from my Aunt Chris, I know one thing's for sure. People kept tabs on her all year round. Right. Just so when the holidays came, they, they got that They were on their list. They were on their list. You need, your, you need your sidewalk shuffle. You need your grass cut. You need, you need Take you somewhere, what you need, what you need. Well, I, I can help you out. Just make sure, don't forget about yeah, me Christmas right. time. Then she made these delicious um, rum balls. And I mean, it was like, what are, it's, what the, are they? The, it's an adult cookie, pretty much, with the liquor in it. Oh, okay. And as a kid, man, I remember like, you know. Getting drunk all those as a kid. I, well, kids, sometimes I take a bite and like, You're like, oh, grandma, I'm right. tipsy. And didn't, didn't even know it until later on. Um, but they were, man, I remember she would make a whole jar from my grandma and uh, my dad to take to work mm -hmm. and for their Christmas party people would steal the jar really off the table like no hesitation and then be looking around like who, who took the who took the rum balls someone stole the rum balls damn somebody stole the rum balls and they in they locker but that oh, was just rum balls they're called rum I balls. get it because yeah. it sounded like one word rum balls I was like what's the rum balls I'm like let's get to the rum balls yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um that was that was her thing so um all her cooking and everything like I inherited all her cookbooks all her recipes and I mean, this wow. woman write, would write down recipes with no name on it. I'm like, what is this? What am I supposed to do? Don't tell me what to add the flour, the sugar, the and water, you know the egg. Making? I don't know. But <laughs> Find she out just, when it's done. Exactly. Um, she just had so many cookbooks and recipes that she gave me. All her pots and pans and things like that. So mm -hmm. now my mission is to, I want to go back to school. I want to get my master's. My great-grandmother always said, it's all about education. Right. The one thing they can't steal from you as a black woman is your knowledge. And I say black women is because my grandma always told me I got two counts against me. Not only am I black, but I'm also a woman. Right. So I have to work twice as hard. Hey, oh, this, this is this is Tanya. Okay. And this is Chris Style. Nice to meet you. Chris Style and Miss Nika. I'm saying we already met. We have. We met over at Oh, that's right. Y'all went to. Yeah, you went to their event. I remember, and then you was acting like I didn't mean. I was like, that's right. Yeah. I was trying to get the thing in there. Doing good. Doing good. This holiday season is about to run away with me, so no, no. I'm writing for the night for 2017 this yeah. part. My yes, brain is please. Like, oh. Now, are you working right now? Are you on your lunch break? Um, I'm on break. So you can so you can join us in our conversation then if you like. Okay. Um, <laughs> so and now now okay now Nika keeps asking me what is how how is the pour over made? Okay. So who can describe that? Uh, I, well, oh, look, she's making it right now. Oh, okay. She's making it right now. It's oh, it's it's a very gentle swirl to the left. Yes. Yeah, so and you have to do it a certain amount of times. You have to grind it fresh. Your coffee has to be ground fresh, and you have to do this a certain pour method. Yeah. Show that you get the perfect cup of coffee, and it's so good. Interesting. All I know is it's the best coffee I've ever tasted. I should have got one of those. 
Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity, sponsored by TheOneRadio.com and the Pendleberry Brew Coffee Shop, right in the heart of the Medical Center, 7271 Wurzbach, Suite 119, San Antonio, Texas. Our podcast here again, the Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity at the at the Pendleberry Brew Coffee Shop off yes. of uh, Wurzbach and Babcock Road. Yeah. So we got Miss Tanya here in the house with us now. So Hello. kidnapping you. She's on her lunch. She's on her lunch now. I was talking to Miss Nika and Christelle from the One Radio. Our topic is making it, and really like that the the drive that they have. How they're always you know they ha- they have goals, and and obviously from listening, you know, like you had instilled in you, I guess, the knowledge of baking from your grandmother. Yeah, yeah. And from that, it seems like a lot of life lessons came from that as well. Absolutely, uh, patience for one. Uh, mm-hmm. came out of that because uh, I have a sense of my great-grandmother's cooking ability and my grandma's cooking ability. My grandma okay. was not the patient one. She was the messy cooker. <laughs> and my nana threatened me kicking out of her kitchen, too, if I started acting like my grandma. She's like, I'm yeah. going to kick you out of my kitchen. You keep acting like your grandma. But uh. quit playing with me. Yeah. So, um, But with that, reading her recipes, watching cooking shows, and being in radio, I remember when I moved to Texas four years ago, mm-hmm. I came to be on the one radio. Okay. And, you know, I was just fresh out of college. I did not want to stay home at all. There's nothing. So you came here to be on the on one the radio? radio. Yeah. So how did I you, guess. from Indiana, how did you hear about the one radio? My godfather, um, Kitten Armor, um, a.k.a. FYI. Also uh-huh. hosts Second Verse, okay. knows Nika, told me about it. I came down here in June of 2012 to visit, check it out, see what uh-huh. it's like, and um, hopped on the one radio, and what? she was like, so what is your radio name? I said, Crystal. <laughs> and she goes, I-, I like it, we're going to keep it. So she said, how are you feeling right now? And so I'm sitting here, and as a matter of fact, it's like right here in this whole scenery too, right. the table, and I look at my pops, I said, you know what, to be honest with you, can I be honest? honest she's like yeah i said you know how you feel when you like have the best orgasm ever (laughs) and you're just like i said that's how i feel right now she said you're staying here listen to ladies and gentlemen crystal is going to be the official one radio crew member our new personality and that's how it all started so um when she walked in the door, I was like, ooh, she cute, we can use her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, um, of course, as we start hanging out more, you know, kind of like, it's, it's just so weird how we have a lot of similarities. Right. And me being in the Midwest, her being in Texas, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But that radio background, that energy, that life, mm-hmm. that personality, you know, like, it was just all there. So as the years gone by and as I've been on the one radio, I've learned, I've learned a lot about myself that I didn't learn in college. You know, that now... Right now, at 28 years old, I can say, like, okay, I know what I need to do to take it to the next level. You know, there's times I've been down on my feet and be like, yo, how am I going to do this? I mean, yes, granted, I got my parents with me. However, it's like I'm grown. I'm I'm out Mm -hmm. of college. I got to learn how to take care of myself. So I figured that I love cooking and I have this incredible talent in radio as being a personality, being able to talk to people, Mm -hmm. um, deliver stories. Why not have my own cooking show? So I'm actually like in the process of putting that together. It's a little slow right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that season, grieving a little bit. My Nana, Mm -hmm. you know, year anniversary. But something in my mind always keeps telling me, I keep telling myself, you have to make it happen. 
Right. You have to make it happen, no matter what. I don't care how you feel it. As long as as long as I'm healthy mm-hmm. and I can wake up the next day, I have to make it happen. <laughs> right. You know. So um, my thing is right now is just it's just the grind. It's really the grind. It's not a hustle. It's the grind. Okay. Because to me, the di- I guess the difference between the two is the hustle is like you have more than one thing going on. The grind is you focus on that one thing. And you might you, have to do a bunch of different things when you're grinding, but it's all going to one, one specific spe- thing. Exactly, right. exactly. Okay. And whereas doing many when things hustling, that's you're not... you're doing whatever you can. To exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. I see, okay, I see not, the difference now. I never really focus. thought exactly. much about it. Exactly. I'm so, I'm more focused right now than anything, yeah. you know, huh. and yeah. I've learned a lot throughout the jobs. I always told myself, every job that I've ever had, I'm like, man, I got this job for a reason. God gave me this job for a reason uh-huh. to learn what I have to learn to get where to do what what I want to do for me right. as a business owner. So that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Just you know, a loving, caring person that admires the art of radio, admires the art of food, admires people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that was what my family installed in me: is the love, mm-hmm. is the connection. You know, sisterhood. You know, mm-hmm. with Miss Nika, T Rochelle, and it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy how how God works because I could have been anywhere. I could have went anywhere. Right. But I came to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Not only did I come to San Antonio, but God surrounded me around people that I was surrounded around in Indiana. Hmm. Good loving people. Right. You know, that got your back. Um, yeah, because I'm just I, like a mama. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. Like, I act like a mama and I'll act like a mama. <laughs> yeah. and, when I, and when I call my family and I talk to them, I tell them the stories about here. And they be like, well, baby, you sound like you with good hands. I said, yeah. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. just like y'all. It's just like home. Like, And I think that's why I also love San Antonio. People always ask me, will you ever leave? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm a small town girl. Mm-hmm. San Antonio has that small town feel but it's a big city, city. Yeah. so you're still able to make I'm able to make moves here that I'm never going to be able to make moves in Indiana even if I was to move in a, uh, in Indianapolis Indiana that's just that's just my mind no I love Indianapolis Indiana don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but I felt like where my heart and where my drive and my passion where I need to go where mm-hmm. I, the the direction I need to go it wasn't going to be home in Indiana I right. just I just felt that something told me you need to leave home yeah you know because it was and it would have been a distraction you know if I'd stayed home hey let's go out mm-hmm. let's go have some drinks let's go out yeah, tonight be in an environment where, where you're uncomfortable yeah I mean mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing like with with even of the title of this podcast like when you when you make something happen or when you try to make something happen you gotta be uncomfortable yeah mm-hmm. most day. of the time you know if you're too comfortable then more than likely it, you ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. in this situation so I know that anything is possible through God this mm-hmm. is one thing that I know I know that God works through people this is the other mm-hmm. thing that I know like I'm absolutely positive 100% sure of these things nobody can veer me any other way so my job is to at least reach enough people to get something done okay you know my dad always said there's more than one way to skin a cat Mm-hmm. It is. There's more than one way to make a sandwich. There's more than one way to make your coffee. It might have to go to the left, but you never know. If you swirl to the right, right. go to the left. I like that. Uh, Hashtag Pendlebury Brew Coffee Shop. You know what I'm saying? You never know what flavor can burst out that thing. So you got to focus on your goal. You got to have confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have confidence that God put everything that you need to have to get to your goal in you. And anything he didn't put in you, he will bring to you. Mm-hmm. Right? So these are things that I've always known. 
Me being older, I know that it comes from God. Me being younger, I thought I was just a cleaver. <laughs> and I'm a cleaver, baby. This is the kind of stuff that happens to cleavers. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was my namesake. I thought it was my beauty, my my wonderfulness that, that always brought some type of favor or some type of awesome situation. But bottom line is, is that I've always done God's work. I've always been a giving person. I've always tried mm-hmm. to help others. I grew up in a family that did that. My mm-hmm. dad was giving. We had a youth the high potential program. The kids that we uh, helped back then, I just left one of their houses two days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've had a lifestyle of giving and, mm-hmm. and being a servant without even realizing it. So right. my favor was there. I just didn't give it to the right person. Okay. I gave it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's part of that's part of learning. That's but part that of learning who, yeah. who right. you are, and, and it's part of learning where you're going to. You right. know, I think we all go through that learning phase where we're trying to just figure things out. Because Lord knows, I've been through so many different phases, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. But we're like, I, I know, I know you talk about your parents a lot when you're on the air. There was something that they gave you that gave you this extra strength to keep pushing forward. What, what exactly would you pinpoint it to? Mm, the fact that they were there. The fact mm-hmm. that they were there and the fact that they're no longer here. Mm-hmm. I would pinpoint it to that. Because I don't know how my life would be right now if my, both my parents were here. Right. I'm an only child. I'm spoiled. spoiled. I got everything <laughs> that I wanted from the Ruta to the tutor. I also uh-huh. got a lot of good lessons, too. Right. I never I always had to work for what I had, yeah. but I always knew I would have it. Mm-hmm. Anytime I got a job, I was a Kirby vacuum cleaner. And guess who? My first person that bought a Kirby. Who? My daddy. Okay. When I started my first job at a video store, guess who the first person to buy my video? Yeah. My daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, in every aspect of whatever it was like, they were there to support it one way or the other. You right. know what I'm right. saying? So, even when I was doing bad I will never forget and I will never Mm -hmm. stop telling the story my dad said you are lacking right now you're not doing what you're supposed to do he said if you were a prostitute on Cherry Street right now I'd tell my homeboy to go choose another one oh (laughs) damn Wow. That's, that's rough, right? Because if you're going to be now, a you prostitute, ain't, you, you better ain't be good at if it. If you're going to prostitute, I need you to be the best one on the street. Yeah. I need that's you to shake it right. I need you to get your hair right. I need you to get your thing and walk right. Get your red lipstick right. Right, yeah. right. Have pride in whatever it is that you're doing. And and that was the other thing. He used to always say, have pride in whatever it is if you're doing. So if you're doing it and you don't have pride and you're ashamed, then, then don't do it. There you go. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So there's things that the that society and whatever might not think is, is right or good or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'll never deny anything that I do on a daily because I'm proud of anything that I do. Right. It's a part of me. Thanks for tuning in to Christopher's Powerhouse of Diversity podcast number three titled Making It Happen. Just finished part A. Please feel free to go on to the next link which is part B.